1: Turn us up, your Twin Cities radio home for business and investing news. The Biz 1440, KYCR Golden Valley.
2: With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Senator Kirsten Sinema received $1 million in campaign cash over the past year from private equity professionals, hedge fund managers, and venture capitalists whose interest she's been defending in Congress. That's according to an Associated Press review of campaign finance disclosures. A federal judge has unsealed the warrant that authorized this week's FBI search of former President Trump's Florida
3: Home. More on that from correspondent Greg Cluxton.
1: A property receipt unsealed by the court shows FBI agents took 11 sets of classified records from the estate during Monday's search. The property receipt is a document prepared by federal agents to specify what was taken during a search. According to court papers, the seized records include some that were marked as classified and top secret.
2: Mr. Trump issued a
3: statement saying all the documents taken by the agents were all Declassify.
1: This is SRNU.
5: pro-life
3: across america the billboard people i'm sure glad you're my sister Addie. yep you're my best buddy mom says you were their little surprise what would we do without you wow well, you'll probably get your own gum yeah that's true but you're worth it
4: hello my name is carrie i work with pro-life across america the billboard people If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives to abortion or needs post-abortion assistance or would like to support the life-saving work of Pro-Life Across America... Please call 1-800-366-7773 or check us out online at prolifeacrossamerica.org. pro Pro-life Across America, educational, non-political, and tax-deductible.
3: A baby's heart is beating 18 days from
4: conception. pro Across America, the
1: Billboard people. I've got a math question for you.
0: Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded.
2: The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management.
4: Come
0: on, rise and shine. It's a beautiful day, isn't it? It's going to be a great year.
4: Turn all the lights on and kill the noise. The Biz 1440 presents... the. Best two hours of economic news and commentary.
1: Is it safe?
4: It's the King Banyan Show. This is a man. Your source for penetrating economic insight, razor sharp analysis, and unflinching universal thought. The
5: mind is a globe with whirling transient nodes of thought.
4: Everything you need to maintain clarity and stay ahead of the economic curve. Now, here's Professor King Banyan.
3: Good morning and welcome to the King Banyan Show, the Biz 1440, on an inflation Saturday. We don't have a South Park uh, drop-in for that like we do for Jobs Saturday, but we'll come up with something. It must be some sounder we can use to represent inflation um, somehow. And this hour, we'll be talking about the inflation reports, plural. Just like with the jobs report, you get plural Inflation reports, CPI, PPI, the personal consumption expenditure deflator, the GDP deflator, and all kinds of other indices that are being pumped out to try to tell us what's going on with prices. Um, all of them giving us a a broad view of, of what's happening uh, in, in the economy, um, each being picked apart um, Almost like uh almost like people searching through goat and trails trying to tell the future. Um the Federal Reserve, by the way, probably I think it is in two weeks at uh its retreat at Jackson Hole. Speaking of those that pick through goat and trails, uh we will certainly be looking forward to that in a couple weeks. Uh we'll be trying to provide you with uh coverage of what's happening there. Uh, while it happens, because they do meet usually on a Friday and Saturday. and It's usually the last one of of August. It's also uh, President Esther George's last one. She's announced her retirement uh, coming up very soon. Uh, Congratulations to President George on her retirement. Um, She's been there pretty much, I want to say she's been there, I think it's got to be pretty close to 40 years. Uh, She's not as the president, but she she worked there in other capacities and it's really interesting. I just just let me take a slight detour. The governors come and go and they come out of a variety of sectors. Presidents increasingly are coming out of the organizations themselves. It's more rather than going outside and finding somebody else. More and more the case. Jim Bullard came through the research department. Esther George came through Came through uh, regulation. Mary Daly was on the regulation side. I am um, I'm trying. I'm, uh, Charles Evans was on research. Uh, uh, Randy Krosner was research. I mean, th- th- there are a lot of them that have come through uh, that that part. And you know what? If you listen to the King Banging Show, you know I probably know the uh, the CVs of most of the people that we're talking about here. And most of them do come out. It's interesting. Not not many of them have commercial banking experience. Um, That's this hour, the inflation hour. And the next hour, uh, as promised, I've been trying to get him to come back, and we finally arranged for for Chase Larson uh, from St. Cloud Financial Credit Union here in town and uh, is an expert on crypto. And he's going to come on. We're going to talk about a variety of topics. But we're going to do a whole hour of crypto analysis with him. Uh, and and talk about uh, currencies some of the troubles of various places from Terra to to Celsius to three arrows to all of that and then talk about the fact that despite that you've got very big groups uh, jumping in including uh, this week uh, or this uh, this week it was announced that Blackrock was uh, Making a bigger step into uh, into uh, cryptocurrencies, and we're going to talk about that with Chase in the next hour uh, as well. But we always start by looking at the data and seeing what's happening there. And we'll get I'll give you more of the inflation data in a moment. But I want I want to focus on just a couple of other pieces just to touch on very 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 quickly. I have noticed, and I think a lot of people have noticed, the fact that the initial claims data, I don't ever report a single number. Hey, this week the number went up by this or went down by that. I never do that because I always believe those data are noisy. But at this moment, there is an unmistakable trend that the number of initial claims for unemployment insurance is moving up from extraordinary, like, 40 50 60 year lows but moving back up to a number that I think of as being more normal for me normal numbers in that area because it's a it's a flow it's new claims so it's the number of new claims each week i expect a number somewhere between 350 and 400,000 in a normally functioning market we briefly touched on at 200 and they're now only at a at the four week averages in the is around two fifty. It's still low, but you're beginning to see small signs of someplace reporting layoffs or someplace uh, or these numbers ticking up a little bit. They're off such such lows that I don't think anyone should read into those data that there's uh, that there's increasing unemployment coming from that because you still have vacancies in far in excess of the number of people unemployed. The question really is, where are those vacancies in terms of what types of jobs they are? Where are those jobs? There's a whole lot that goes into matching a worker with a job. Um, so just the fact that the number of vacancies right now is... It's 1.8 vacancies for every person unemployed, and that includes the recent drop. That number was above 2. It's now down to 1.8, and that probably still has put some pressure on wages, although there's some interesting research that I'm trying to read through, and I I'm not prepared to really talk about it yet because I've only read, like, the introduction and, 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 and got into the literature review before something I had to go do something else. Um, but it's some interesting research that's being done. Uh, Larry Summers, Olivier Blanchard uh, are, are writing some things about use of the vacancy rate to tell you about wages. Anyway, I, maybe 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 I can get to that later. Um, but I don't I I don't want to focus just on prices just for the second. I will in a moment. But the other thing, uh, the other thing, and it was good news this week was that small and medium sized businesses who express uh, their opinions through the National Federation for Independent Businesses Index. I always like, like to read the NFIB report that Bill Dunkel and, Dunkelberg and his folks at NFIB produce. Um, it was up a little bit, uh, back to 89.9. Um, we still saw those that expect a better economy not as negative but still very negative. People are still concerned about the economy but that that panic really that I felt sort of crescendoed about two two and a half two to three weeks ago. Um as people sort of said, "Oh my god, the Fed's going to raise rates by a whole base, a whole percent in September and the economy's going to crash. We're going to have a n- major recession and the good times are going to go away and and so forth. That has backed off really, I think over the last few, uh, over the last, I, my sense is about three weeks. Now it could still be a head fake. I'm going to play you some cuts, some clips to this morning that show you, you know, how people are trying to ham and haw their way through the inflation report. They've now had a double whammy, as I said, Right. Number of jobs last week we, when we did Job Saturday, go to TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com and go back and listen to last week's show if you missed it. I mean, if you missed it, it probably means you're on vacation. Good for you. you should be taking time off. Uh, you deserve it but yeah now that you're your back. you could play you could take an hour to play the first hour of that of that uh, podcast from yes, from last week, the, the nine o'clock one TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. click on the podcast button, go find last week's show. Um, when you find that, um, that just blew the doors off everything. Then this week we get a report that says inflation, you know, goes out and they say it's zero percent. All right, I'm going to play this cut more than once, but I'm just going to, I'm just going to have you listen to, although not delivered with a great verve, this was President Biden talking about, talking about the jobs report on Wednesday, cut number six. I just
1: want to say a number, zero. Today, we received news that our economy had 0% inflation in the month of July. 0%. Here's what that means. While the price of some things go up, went up last month, the price of other things went down by the same amount. The result, zero inflation last month. But people were still
3: hurting. But zero inflation last month. So they tried to play that in he i mean he it was interesting to me because all i've heard in the commentary it has been been either either hey this is fantastic zero it's great or they're not telling you where the pain is they're not telling you how horrible things are things really are horrible things are slightly less horrible i heard uh I, I'm gonna quote the. I'm going to. got to quote this uh, Jonah Goldberg uh, on the Dispatch podcast, which I love. By the way, I I, I greatly love listening to them, um, uh, largely for him and Steve Hayes. Uh, um, I, I, if I could fast forward through the others and just listen to those two, I'd, I'd be I'd be super happy. Um, but anyway, Jonah Goldberg said said, "Well, think of it this way: suppose you're in a heat wave." And every day the temperature's going up to 94 degrees is the high, 96 degrees is the high, 98 degrees is the high. And then on the fourth day they say the high will be 98 degrees again today. Do you think to yourself the heat wave is over? No. It's still hot. <laughs> In his words, I'm still schwitzing. you know. Um, it's just bad out there inflation's still bad that's for sure one one month particularly when you start digging inside those data is not going to solve the problem now the president was doing that you could tell he's reading uh that's not extemporaneous and they tried to write for him some some words that would help explain some of Some of the nuance inside these numbers, and in a 30-second clip, you can't cover all the nuance. So guess what? We're going to give you about 10 to 15 minutes of that coming up right after this. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on The Biz 1440.
1: In Alaska, at an amusement park in Green Bay, or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Listen to the Biz 1440 at Odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Do you suffer from lower back pain, knee pain, foot pain, or fallen arches? Do you? If yes, just stop and write this magic word G Defy. G-D-E-F-Y. What is G Defy? G-Defy is the footwear designed by Gravity Defier Medical Technology with the worldwide patented VersoShock sole. Their shoes are clinically shown to relieve pain by a double-blind clinical study conducted by Olive View UCLA Medical Center. You can try a pair for 30 days with free Corrective Fit Orthotic inserts. If you're not satisfied, just return the shoes for a full refund and keep the free orthotics as a gift. Put an end to suffering. Save $20 and get free shipping from Gravity Defier when you go to gdefy.com slash radio and use code radio. That's gdefycom slash radio, code radio. You have nothing to lose but your pain. There's nothing like hearing the songs you love on local radio with no subscriptions and no monthly fees. But there's a new bill in Congress that could stop the music. If passed, this bill would tax your local radio station simply to play the music you love. Text LOCAL to 52886 and ask Congress to support local radio stations. Help us keep you connected to the music, local news, weather, and traffic that you need each day. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters.
2: Equipping your college student to apply God's Word to everyday life and share Christ's good news is priceless. Ambassador College of Bible and Ministry is part of the Half-Off Tuition Program. For more info, go to ambassadorcollege.education. That's ambassadorcollege.education.
1: All of us love sports, but not all sports are created equal. College sports have big budgets, dedicated alumni networks, and corporate sponsorships professional sports have even deeper pockets millionaire owners lucrative TV and radio deals and merchandise sales high school sports have you everyone agrees high school sports give us plenty of reasons to cheer and now's a great time for us to give back supporting your hometown high school won't cost you much but it will go a long way to ensuring the games we love the most are here to stay. Minnesota high school sports. They're good for our kids, good for our community, and best of all, they're good for you. This message
5: presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association.
3: Welcome back, King Banyan Show, The Biz 1440. Thank you for listening today. It's Inflation Saturday, or the hour of inflation at least, that we're doing right here on The King Banyan Show. We're breaking out the inflation report. Thinking There's multiple reports, but we'll focus on just the two big ones that were released this week. The CPI, the one that everyone's talking about, which reported for the month of July 0.0% inflation. That's, of course not the number for the entire the entire uh, year produced you know and and f- over the entire year, the number fell from nine point one percent all the way to eight point five percent. So if you like that uh, heat wave comment before, think of the heat wave as going from uh, think of the heat wave as going from uh, maybe uh, ninety eight degrees as the high to ninety six degrees as the high. It's still dang hot um, the uh that's that's what i that's what I'm trying to get at here is that it, and, and again most of this comes from the decline in energy prices so why do I not have that screen up Doug got it what happened here uh, hang on just a second we'll get we'll get the uh We'll get that number out here, and I was interested particularly in this particular report, which was looking at uh, at cities, for example. So think about food, for example. Food constitutes thirteen percent of your bud- of the average urban dweller's budget. Okay, it's up ten point nine. It's up ten point nine percent. Uh, between July 21 and July 22, um, and so and so, if I if I go to look at wh- wh- how long it's been since how long it's been since we've had that number, you take that all the way back to May of 1979. And as I've mentioned to you, the number that I pay the most attention to when I'm looking at, particularly at food prices, even though it's only you only spend about. One tenth of one percent, maybe two tenths of a percent on of your budget on eggs. Eggs are probably the most sensitive price in the food category. If I want to give a an indicator of what's going on in food markets right now, um, just like many of us drive by the gas station and see what's the price of gas, and I mean I've driven by I've driven by 3.40 a gallon. Uh, In fact, I think I saw 3.29 at the one place that offers like a really discount cash only price here in town. Uh, I didn't check that yet this morning. But um when I go to the grocery store my wife knows I make like a beeline to the egg, to the egg case and she's like "It's and, and this is long ago but she's finally she's like we don't need eggs today. What what are you doing? And I said I'm checking prices. She says but we don't need eggs today. I said this is research. I'm not I'm not here cuz I'm hungry. <laughs> I'm not here because I'm hungry. I'm here doing research and when I do research I look at egg prices. They are very telling of what's going on in the market. Particularly if you think there's a if there are supply issues in the in food industry, eggs are a real good leading indicator. Okay? That's one of King's secrets. All right? right i i have several of them but uh i'll give you that one today um look at the egg case look at the egg case that that was up 38% okay 38% um was up now that is the that is a that is a pretty big number you got to go back to 2007 to find the last time egg prices rose by 38%. That's what people are feeling right now. Go back and look at you can go look at other prices here as well. But let me let me keep scrolling around here. The energy price numbers came down, you know. Energy prices even though even though they came down, it's only down on a year-over-year basis to 32.9% year over year. So yes, that price of gas was five, is now four, is now three and a half. It's still up a third from what it was 12 months ago. We had, you know, yes, was COVID more of a concern in 21? Absolutely. Did it keep some people from driving? Most likely it did because you, you you felt safe in your car But you might not yet have felt safe going into a hotel. You might not have yet felt safe going into a restaurant. Maybe not you personally, but you probably knew people who weren't. And so it makes sense that that gas prices went up because the demand shot up. But it's been more than that. I want you to listen to this. This was Tom Closa uh, earlier this week on CNBC. He runs the Oil Price Information Service. And he had some really interesting observations about what's going on in the gas price market. Let's play this, Marshall. Cut number one.
0: Oh, I think it's multiple factors. Uh, He does deserve credit for this swoon from June 14th till now. I think we're 58 days of uh, down days. Uh, But you don't know if it's going to haunt us when the SPR sales stop in October. But You know, certainly it is one of the factors that has tempered crude price enthusiasm. And we've also seen demand destruction. Demand is probably 8 to 10 percent below where it was a year ago, and it's well below 2019 levels.
3: Right. So if you're the Biden White House, you're absolutely positively going to say, see, we brought gas prices down because we sold more into the marketplace out of the strategic petroleum reserves, which... I think if you go back and listen to those archives, I think you'll hear me criticize that because we got to buy that. We have got to replenish that, right? Our plant, our—I mean, we didn't. We're not. We're selling four hundred. We're selling four hundred million barrels out of the out of the SPR. We're going to have to buy those back at some point. Hopefully at lower prices. Don't know. Hopefully at lower prices. Um, but that probably had something to do with it. But the question is, you can't. And this is one of the uh, Scott, one of my favorite lines from uh, Scott Sumner, the uh, economist at Chapman and formerly at Brandeis. I love this line: "Never reason from a price change." It's a variation of the post hoc ergo propter hoc uh, uh, fallacy that we often uh, try to teach our students here at Saint Cloud State. Post hoc ergo propter hoc means after this, therefore because of this. They. In, they sold, they sold oil out of the strategic petroleum reserve, and then the prices fell. And so, of course, it doesn't matter if it's if it's Biden or Trump or Obama or Bush, any president, any governor worth their salt who has this fact set in front of them would certainly run to the microphone and say, "Our policies brought down gas prices," but. If there's been demand destruction of eight to ten percent, what's that telling you? It's telling you that thirty-two percent higher prices over the last year aid into some of the demand for quantity demanded of gas and oil. Again, gas prices, gasoline itself is still up forty-four percent year over year. Right? Gas prices are still up forty-four percent year over year. However, and so it just stands to reason that the amount of gas demanded by people when the price goes up 40 to 45 percent, I mean, I'm a lucky human being. I, get, I have enough income in my life that if the gas price goes up 40, 45 percent, I grump and I still fill my car. Am I taking the same number of trips I would have before? Yeah. Yeah, I do. However, for some people, they're not taking the vacation they're having trouble paying for their paying their weekly gas bill to go to work and back because at some at one time when gas prices were running at two two and a half dollars a gallon, they could reasonably decide to get themselves a slightly better home slightly further away from their place of work that home is now kind of costing them more because gas prices went up and it cost them more to get to work in order to get the income to pay the mortgage or the rent. That's, what, that's kind of what's happening here. And that has not changed in all of these numbers. right? Now I'm going to read you some additional numbers in a minute, but I want you to listen just to, just to this little piece. This is uh, Charlie Bobrinskoy. I keep messing up his name. Uh, no, you got C&D it the second S- time, Professor. <laughs> second time. All right, thank you, sir. Uh, okay, so this is this is a this is Charlie uh, uh from Aerial Capital uh, uh, talking about talking about how I think we might be getting a little too far out in front of our skis regarding uh, inflation. Let's play this. This is cut number ten.
2: Sort of right, sort of wrong. I, I do think people are over-focused on the direction of change, what I call derivitis, which is too much focused on the derivative. So inflation is commutative, meaning 2% followed by 3% followed by 4% followed by 5% is just as bad but no worse than 5% followed by 4, then 3, then 2. The order doesn't matter. And so people get too excited about a change in the rate of inflation. We still have very high inflation we still have very negative real rates of interest
3: so you still have a very significant significant problem i think with inflation and i've got to play a little more for you and 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 thinking about as as we get closer to hearing the jackson hole comments and i i've held off for another week i've held off on playing any comment any people from the Fed talking about their situation. Again, there's just too much time between now and the next meeting. It is absolutely impossible for me to, to 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 play them and think of them as being serious right at this moment. Jackson Hole has to happen and then after that we'll have about two weeks to listen to comments coming out of there. By that time they'll probably have in the back of their heads if this happens with the August jobs report and the August inflation report, we're going to do this. If the other thing happens, then we would do something different. They'll have that locked and loaded by then. Right now, I wouldn't pay attention to any of them. I'll be back right after this. You're listening to The King Bang and show on the biz, 1440.
0: Okay This message brought to you by the National Police Association. To learn more about how to help law enforcement accomplish its goals, visit nationalpolice.org. Education is absolutely the most critical decision you can make for your children. To get half off, it's a no-brainer. Hi, I'm Jeff.
4: Hi, I'm Trish, his better half, and we're from Oakdale.
0: We wanted a strong Christian school with conservative values.
4: The half-off tuition program was better than we could have ever imagined for our family.
0: I asked the station several times to make sure that I understood that there weren't strings attached and and there were no strings attached. The impact on our kids has been amazing. Their critical thinking is stronger and they're better equipped for life.
4: Yeah, the power of the Christian education is that our children can make their decisions and their sound decisions and it just makes them Better adults.
0: Send your child to a private school for half the cost for their first year. No strings attached. For details and participating schools, visit twincitiestuitions.com. Tuitions.com. That's twincitiestuitions.com. Tuitions.com.
1: Let's go surfing now. Everybody's learning how come on a safari with me. Come on a safari with me.
4: Early in the morning, we'll be starting.
3: Welcome now. back, King Bang and Show, the Biz 1440. Cloudy, with a chance of more inflation ahead uh six five one two eight nine four four seven seven the the idea number with uh, questions and comments and I want you to be thinking about uh, top of the hour we'll have chase Larson join us uh so if you got questions on crypto, it would be really good good time for you to get some good advice from someone that reads pretty deeply in that area uh chase is a chase is a uh is the chief credit officer i believe that uh chief i gotta look up his title at uh st cloud financial credit union i'll i'll have that when we bring him on at 10 uh he's a he he's a big deal he's a big deal there uh anyway uh, so we'll have him on then six five one two eight nine four four seven seven or you can reach us through twitter using the hashtag pound kbrs i will keep my eyes open uh for questions that you might have for chase as well at that time or if you got a question for me about inflation that we're talking about right now here the hour of inflation here on the King Banyan show Um, so uh, everyone wanted to talk about it everyone wanted to have people on their their TV shows to hear about it I am impressed to heck with Larry Summers Larry went to Aspen and if I was in Aspen my phone would be in my my bag and my bag would be under my bed and my phone would be turned off. Larry not only is answering the phone and text messages, apparently, he's able to go to a studio to do an interview. And he was on with Andrea Mitchell on MSNBC um, on on Thursday. Uh, And, you know, God bless him for that. Uh, And he was talking about the inflation report as well. And I want you to hear some of this. This is... This is the part that I want. I want to run through all three three parts of this. So I've cut. We've cut this into three into three clips. So let's play cut number seven, please, Marshall. Seven.
2: Cut seven, Sorry, sir? Okay.
0: Look, I think this was. Uh pretty good number. Uh, we, we knew gas prices were way down and that that was going to have a large effect on headline. The core number was a bit better than we expected. People expected that was largely driven by uh, components like hotels, like airlines, like used cars that are volatile month to month. That are hard to seasonally adjust, especially coming out of uh, the uh, pandemic, um, and that aren't so easy to uh, measure.
3: So yes, I mean, I I, am, I get the uh, I get the comment by the way about seasonal adjustment that they're a little hard, but there's a lot of noise in these data right now, and it's worth thinking about where that noise comes. from where that noise comes from. But one way to try to maneuver yourself around the noise is to take really high observations and really low observations and get rid of them. There are a number of ways to do that. You can just trim off little pieces on each end. And so there is a number reported by the, by the Cleveland Federal Reserve that takes all of the different prices. I was reading from you a list of various prices with their various weights. CPI is, in fact, a weighted index of a set of different indicators. And the weights come from the share of an average consumer's bundle of goods and services they purchase that go into each of the categories. And so when I say a 16% trimmed mean CPI, it means... I'm taking the 8% of your bundle that had the lowest price increase or clearly with gasoline a price decrease on one end and then those with the really highest price increases on the other end and I'm taking the 84% in the middle.
2: Say, Professor, yeah, uh, had a caller who wanted just to ask me a question for you off air uh, and listen in and that is the concept of the chairman talking about transitory inflation he wants your thoughts and i would appreciate this too on transitory inflation
3: well that's in fact that's a really good relevant question marshall and thank you for thank you to the caller because transitory inflation frequently shows up when you've got a a subset of your of your bundle of goods and services that are either rising very quickly or declining very quickly and so some of what Larry Summers is saying is that in some, in some sense, I, I'm not really a fan of the phrase I'm not a fan of transitory, to be blunt with you. Um, but in some sense, for for the same reason you called something transitory when it was going up, you could call this transitory on the way down. Right? Prices for gasoline are not going to decline another buck and a half anytime soon. Right? Do you, Marshall? Do you think the price I, of I, lead, it's going to be two bucks sometime soon?
2: No, but I remember when it was a quarter.
3: <laughs> yes, you and me both. You and me both. Uh, we're, we're 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 men of a certain age. Uh, <laughs> we remember those things. My uh, my but- my
2: mother always talks about how you put two bucks in for the night in your Chevy, you know, in that 1957 Chevy, and went all night long.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yep. You could drive it all night long on two bucks. That's right. So trim mean CPI went up from 6.9% to 7%. Median CPI, which means taking again, taking that weighted average, the one that's in the middle of that area, ranking all of the goods in the bundle from the ones that decrease in price to zero then all the way to the to the one that increased the most and taking the one right at the 50th percentile, that one rose that over year over year is up 7%. That was up, or excuse me, 6.3, up from 6. Okay? So the median CPI went up, not down, on a 12-month basis. So you can find what you want in here. Let's play some more Larry Summers here, Marshall. Let's play this cut number 8. I think it would
0: be a mistake for anyone to radically revise their view of the situation based on uh, these numbers Uh this report's a lot like the report in March, which was followed by uh, very discouraging reports afterwards, making the optimists uh, from March uh, look, uh, look wrong uh, several months later.
3: It's worth remembering. I'm going to give you the last six numbers for median CPI, 12-month basis, 4.6, 4.9, 6, 6 6.3. Trimmed mean CPI that I was just talking about. 5.7, 6.1, 6.2, 6.5, 6.9, 7.0. Okay, it's still getting hot in here. Okay, there's a wonderful song by that name, but uh, Marshall, it's a little too young for both of us. So, uh, (laughs) uh, but anyway... Let's finish out Larry Summers again on MSNBC with Andrea Mitchell on Thursday cut number 9. 9.
2: I'm sorry, I don't have a cut number 9, my friend.
3: Weird. Okay. There should have been three cuts of Larry Summers.
2: Oh, I had two cuts. That's my fault.
3: Okay. Okay. Thank you.
2: Uh then we'll then we'll
3: move on. Um we'll move on. Uh let, let's um let me uh, also uh, uh, just uh, touch briefly on, on, uh, on some other items in the CPI data that, that went, up and da- went up and down. Oh, You know what? Let me turn, let me turn instead to uh, the producer price index because uh, that number actually declined by one-half, one percent in July. And so everyone's like, hey, see, all of a sudden, and trust me, no one pays attention to the producer price index in a normal time. If you're seeing news reports about producer prices, it's either you're reading the inside pages of the Wall Street Journal or you are, if you're regularly reading it or you're in the financial services industry yourself, if it's on page one of the newspapers, as it was, um, as it was on uh, on Friday morning, uh, you were reading it because people wanted you to hear things that were going on. Interesting part of this uh, that I thought the part that I found really interesting is that because gas prices come down, of course, energy is a key input to producing goods and services. So if I look at what's going on in terms of producer prices, if I look at the early stages of production, those drops in gas prices cause massive declines in producer prices. Right. So I can look by stage of production at the cost of producing the intermediate goods that go into the final goods that you and I buy those intermediate goods are coming down in price substantially we're seeing it across the board indeed the decline in energy prices is part of the story why the cost of shipping goods internationally now has been declining for about six months still well above the prices that were there pre-pandemic but rather than costing ten thousand dollars to send a forty-foot trailer that was to go on a tractor, a box that a, a, a box to go to go onto a tractor truck to go to market. Instead of paying ten thousand, we were paying one thousand one thousand five hundred. That number's down to four thousand dollars now. Woo! That's a sixty percent drop. That's great, but it's still well above what we were paying before. So those prices are still rising. And producer prices at the early stages of production are still on a year-over-year basis at 15 to 20% above what they were a year ago, right? But the number you get is at the final demand stage, and that number is still running around 10%. Um, so there, So two things from that. Until those prices really come down by a lot, There's no sign in these data that there's any kind of recession here. So when people say these data mean that that the Fed's got permission to back off the pedal, we saw Fed Funds futures go down to where more people now are predicting there's more weight on a 50% increase in, in the Fed Funds rate at the September meeting rather than 75. That was not true even four days ago. I think get, we're getting a little bit ahead of ourselves, and I do think, I do think in fact, the Fed is probably going to make some signals to the effect of we're not off 75 at all. Um, it's a little early to say, but, I, again, we'll wait for the Jackson Hole meetings before, before we start tuning back into them for a while. But I do think inflation, I mean, the point being, inflation's still far away from the 2%. We'll talk a little bit more about this after these messages. You're listening to The King Daniel Show. On The Biz
2: 1440. The Biz 1440. KYCR Golden Valley. If you were lied to when buying a timeshare and worn out, you need my help. Hi, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started the timeshare cancellation industry by exposing the ugly truth about timeshare and giving folks the straight facts. I've been fighting the timeshare giants ever since, so no one knows this industry better than me and my team. Today, we have 383 employees and have saved our clients an average of $65,000 in lifetime payments. Imagine putting those Timeshare dollars back in your pocket. If you were told in a Timeshare presentation that this was available today and today only, that Timeshare was a great investment, or your maintenance fees will never go up, call my office now. I guarantee if we take you as a client... We will cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing.
0: Call now for your free information kit. 800-881-4242. 800-881-4242. 800-881-4242. I am Staff Sergeant Mark Anthony I am Madrid. Staff Sergeant Samantha Cowell. I'm Staff Sergeant I am Alex Staff Keely.
1: Sergeant William Lewis, and I am proud to defend my family and our nation. The Air Force Reserve is part of the
5: story of this great nation. I'm grateful that I have a chance to wear the uniform of the heroes that went before me.
4: I am proud to be part of a team that helps make a difference in the world.
5: Every day, men and women from communities across this nation serve as Reserve Citizen Airmen. Even as technology evolves and changes, our commitment to defend and protect this nation. Remains steadfast. We celebrate those who have served and those who are proudly serving. We celebrate our proud history and look towards an exciting and uniting future. Our mission is to fly, fight, and win in air, space, and cyberspace. And I
4: am
1: proud to be a member. And of I'm the proud Army. to serve in the United and States. And I am proud to protect our country. I'm
4: proud to serve in the U.S. Air Force Reserve.
5: AFReserve.com
4: Hi, I'm Anthony Commerce with Commerce Water. Let us build you a long-lasting, high-efficiency water softener. If you contact us now, you'll get $400 off our new wet technology water softener. Do it right the first time. Contact commerce.com. Soaking up the sun in Fiji. Walking
1: through the Sculpture Garden in Minneapolis. or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon. We're where you are. Listen to the Biz 1440 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app.
3: Welcome back, King Banyan Show, the Biz 1440. Finishing up the hour of inflation, we will have uh, Chase Larson coming up right after the top of the hour to talk about cryptocurrencies and recent. Recent developments, uh, both positive and negative, in that industry over the last uh, few months since we last visited with him, six five one two eight nine four four seven seven. With questions and comments, let me uh, let me play the uh, after the jobs excuse me after the inflation report came out on on Wednesday, uh, CNBC ran it has its quick panel. They're now doing like what we're doing. They're having a They're having sort of like a roundtable discussion of this report. Uh, And there were a couple comments in the group that I thought were quite interesting. The first is uh, uh, Victoria Fernandez uh, with uh, Crosswalk Global Investments. Uh, She had this to say. This is cut number four, Marshall.
4: Obviously, we see this knee-jerk reaction in the futures. But when we look at what really matters for the Fed, as we've been saying this morning, it's that core number. And year over year, that did not come down. for core CPI and the Fed has consistently talked about wanting to see that core number the month over month and the year over year come down. So I actually don't think that the Fed's gonna look at this and say, okay, great we can take our foot off the gas we can slow down a little bit here i don't think they're ready to make that decision yet as you mentioned there is a lot of data left before the next meeting the next cpi um, number i think is actually going to be even more important because it's going to tell us are we actually going to start establishing a trend even though two months doesn't really make a trend but are we going to start establishing that or was this just more of a one-off and we're starting to level off and we're going to stay right around where we are because it's that sticky component of inflation that follows wages that follows rents that is so important here and I don't see that changing
3: and I I agree with that I wish I had more we don't have enough time to to get through this but again core CPI at 5.9 percent year-over-year was the same as it was year ago it, it, same, same as it was in June okay so that number didn't move at all um, And, as I mentioned, median CPI up, trim mean CPI went up. Um, There are other measures. Atlanta Fed does a sticky price CPI. That number actually rose in the month. We can go through a bunch of these, but I don't really have enough time to get through that. I want to play this as well. This was Stephanie Fink on the same panel on CNBC on Wednesday, cut number five
4: inflation is everywhere i don 't care if it 's five nine six one six five 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 it doesn 't matter it 's still high and if you look at wages are up five point two percent everyone talked about rents so that 's up right, and unit labor costs are up ten point eight percent and the core PCE is at four point eight percent so inflation is still high, so even if we 're at peak. It it, that's that's good if we go down from here, but we need many more months of the core month over month number to come down. But at the same time, the consumer is still feeling feeling pinched.
3: Right. And and I think that's the the important point. And 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 uh, I know I know people are asking me, well, you can't really believe that there was no inflation last month. And I said, I don't believe I believe everyone experiences inflation in very different ways. You experience inflation when you go to the grocery store. Food prices are up, and when someone tells you, well inflation was zero, you go well why is my why is my grocery bill ten percent higher than it was well it was a year ago or fifteen percent higher than it was a year ago okay you can 't tell me that 's not true, and you can show, yeah, sure, the price of gas is three and a half bucks, but I remember when it was two bucks or if you're as old as Marshall and made twenty five cents. We remember when it was that we, we remember that, and it 's like yeah you can 't tell me that 's not we don't have inflation. Um, I think it's just, I, you know, I, I think it's difficulty in trying to to describe what it is that, it's, it's a difficulty of trying to describe where that number comes from. Look, in every inflation report, you're going to have some items that fell in price. I should say almost every one. There could be a report in which nothing fell in price. But it would be a really unusual month. And nobody will pay attention to that. Even in a zero month, as I mentioned, even in the zero month where, like, uh, the food away, uh, food at your employee sites, at, at, an, at the site, at uh, a cafeteria, fell in price 14% versus a year ago. But that's, nobody cares about that. A, it's not really much, of, you know, for many of us, we don't buy our food at our place of work. And for those of us that are experiencing that, I'll bet a year ago it was just hard to get any food at all because of COVID. That number doesn't mean anything to you. There's all kinds of noise happening inside inside the data right now. Okay? That's why I don't think you can look at zero and say that's that's really very meaningful. It's not meaningful. I think you. I think looking at the median is even, it's got a little, it's got some methodological issues in it, but it's a little bit better. But as, you know, just as I, the, one of the reasons I mentioned the initial claims data on uh, for unemployment insurance is nobody looks at the week-to-week number and takes really much of anything from it. You look at like a four-week average or a six-week average. I look at inflation, I can filter it using the 12-month, which is the most common thing people do. But I like to look at three months and six months too. It's just a matter of which one's going to tell me more about what's coming next. This zero is going to get averaged into some other data, and I don't think it's really going to I, – I really do wonder if, like Larry Summers, it's going to turn out next, next month that zero turned out to be, you know, just a blip. Okay, caused by declining gas prices. That's very possible. Look, we're going to go away for a little bit. When we come back in the next hour, Chase Larson answers all of my questions and maybe your questions, too, about crypto. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on The Biz 1440. Decision.
1: Decisions, decisions. Retirement is full of them. Tune in to this week's Money Matters with Alan Mike. The guys will be talking about some of the decisions that retirees make that they come to regret later. Whether financial, non-financial, or lifestyle decisions, make them wisely. Because the stakes are high. Alan Mike have solutions and strategies for you. Make sure you listen to Money Matters with Alan Mike, 2 p.m. Sunday on the Biz 1440. Or call them now at 855-231-6010.
4: from up-to-the-minute analytic reports and insight to managing every aspect of your digital and marketing needs.
0: So let's turn up the volume on your business. Get started with Salem Surround today.
1: Learn more at surroundmsp.com. Surroundmsp.com. Connecting you with new customers. Step in to Red Wing Shoes this season for a comfortable pair of waterproof footwear. They feature safety toe and regular toe work boots and shoes. Let their friendly fit experts find you the right footwear for your job in the right size. Remember, Red Wing also carries accessories, polish, socks, inserts, and more. Don't forget to ask about their mobile shoe service where they bring the store to you. Visit Red Wing Shoes in Circle Pines, Columbia Heights, Coon Rapids, Bloomington, and St. Cloud. Red Wing Shoes, work is out Stop is 14.